What's up, you guys? And welcome to the official podcast of Damien Talks Education. So listen up. I am here to talk about all things education on my podcast. So get prepared for some realness and honesty of education as I walk you down through various of topics that's happening in the education world with some amazing guests to sharing stories relating to education and so much more because I got you covered with education. So join me on this journey of education with me. Guess what, you guys? It's the end of the week. Woo, woo! <laughs> All right. Welcome to Damien Talks Education. I am Damien Anderson here. So let me get started discussing the topic that I'm going to talk about, which is, you know, the topic that's, you know, happening right now in the world, which is Black Lives Matter, um, racism, racism. Um, you know, black men um, being shot by police officers, cops is just, oh, it's just, you guys, you know, I, 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 I just cannot believe that this is the world that I'm living in, that seriously, like, I'm, I'm a black man. And I am literally, you guys, literally, I am, I am a 19-year-old black man who is scared for his life each and every day, you guys. I am literally scared for my life. Now, some people may know this about me, um, some of my classmates who are watching this right now, that I am not an outgoing person. I never was. Um, if, you know, if they, you know, you know, back in school, you know, I never, you know, I never, you know, um, went, you know, went out, you know, to, you know, school activities, well, you know, like to football games, you know, all this, you know, soccer games, you know, all this. I just, you know, participating, you know, in student council, and then I was on a cross-country team in CCLA. But other than that, I was not an outgoing person, like to go out. I just like to stay in. And then some of the people who, like, really know me, you know, like my cousins and stuff, that they know that I don't like to go out. I like to stay in the house. I mean, this is like my safe place. I never go out because of this. That is why, to some of you guys, that is why I am always, the, the ones who know me and then my classmates, that's why I am always in my house. I am never outside because I am literally scared for my life each and every day. Like seriously, when I step outside to, to I mean, to, to either, you know, like to go to the, you know, walk down to the mailbox or go to my grandmother's house or, you know, just step outside in general or, you know, to just walk around getting some exercise, I am literally scared every second, every minute that I am out, outside because something could happen to me. I could be arrested. I could be stalked. Somebody is like stalking me. I could be, you know, shot and dead, be killed by cops that, you know, for no apparent reason. I mean, seriously, it's, it, it, is, it is like really, you guys, really ridiculous of, of this happening. 
to black men. Like, why is this list a target to us? Like, I really don't understand. I don't. I really don't understand. Um, so, I, it's, oh my gosh. So, the next couple of episodes, you guys, um, in these next couple of episodes of my podcast, I'm going to be talking about what's currently happening in the world. Racism, black men, you know, the police officers sh- shooting us. Black Lives Matter, I'm going to be talking about this for who knows how many episodes I'm going to do. Um, so I'm, I may go like in all into this episode, but um, you guys make sure you check out this special episode that I did um, of, Damien Talk of, Edu- of Damien Talks Education of where I did um, Damien Hears You, where I'm hearing some black men, I'm having a conversation with some black men of what it's like being a black man, being a black man in America today. Um, so I just brought on so many um, black men that I know, and I want to have this conversation with them to hear their perspective, to hear, you know, to because we black men today, we need to be heard. We need to show our emotion. We need to show our fear. We need to show everything that is happening to us because it is a target on us black men with these cops, which I'm so sick and tired. I just don't understand. I'm just sick and tired. So make sure you guys check out that special episode, Damien Hears You, um, with a conversation of being a black man in America where I just have one special guest and then I have on my good friend, um, Andrew, Andrew Fred, who was um, right beside me as my guest co-host and we ask questions, we hear, you know, everything. So make sure you guys check out that episode. Um, Damien Hears You, a conversation on being a black man in America, which is now um, streaming everywhere on podcast platforms, wherever you listen to this podcast ads and on my YouTube channel. So make sure you check out that episode. So let me, you guys, let me hop right into, um, you know, the topic that's, you know, that's, you know, happening right now into the world. Um, You know, racism, Black Lives Matter, all of that. So today, you guys, I'm going to be giving out some tips. Well, we're kind of like tips, some ways that teachers Teachers can fight racism and teach tolerance in their classrooms. Okay, so that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So stick around to hear. Teachers, you need to hear this. Ways that I, ways that you guys can fight racism, racism, I can never say that word, um, in your classroom and also teach tolerance in your classroom as well. So let's get started. Take action today with this, you guys. Take action today of trying to end racism, okay? Because I want it to end so bad. I mean, this has been going on for thousands, for hundreds of years. And I'm just like, really like, we need to all, before I hop right into it, we need to all, you guys, love each other like why is that 
a hard thing to do. Why can't we love each other? Like, I'm, I don't understand. Why can't we love each other? Be kind to That's what Ellen DeGeneres says, you guys, in every episode of her talk show. Be kind to one another. That is not a hard thing to do, you guys, of being kind to one another. I mean, come on now. Why can't we? What is the, I, okay, I really, I really want to know this, you guys. I really want to know this, you guys. I am, ever since this has happened with black men being killed in the last couple of months and this racism and this, I'm so, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. This, this all needs to end. Racism needs to end. And it starts with you guys. It starts with us. It starts with everybody. Okay? No, I am just sick of it. Um, it, it, it it's, I'm sick of it. It needs to end. Like, why can't we love each other? Like, seriously. Oh, um, and I was about to ask you like a question here. Um, like, why, like, what is the issue? Can somebody please tell me? Um, you could like DM me, message me, comment down, you know, in the comments below. Any way that you can reach me, you know, on Instagram at Erickson. Uh, but I want to know, and and I know the answer to this already. But what is the issue with, you know, with us black people? What is the issue with us, you guys? Like, what is your problem with our skin complexion? What is wrong with all of this? What is wrong? with us, black people. Like, what is seriously wrong with us that you guys hate us so much you can't even get along with us? Here are sides of the story. Like, what is it? What do you have against black people? Me, black men, what do you have against us, white people? If I had to say that, what is it do you have against us? Like, you guys. Why can't we just love one? Or why is that even hard of loving one another, being kind to each other? I just don't get what is so deeply hard about this issue. I mean, this, you guys, is nothing. This is complexion. This is a beauty. This is everything. It, it's all, I know I'm like rambling right now, but um, anyways, like what is it with us black people that y'all have against us? Like, what is it? Why can't you guys get along with us? What is the issue behind it? What is the story? Why can't you let us open up about our opinions, our emotions to you guys? I'm coming up close to the camera. What is it? Because I'm so, I'm ready for this, you guys, to end. I know I just turned around. I'm ready for this to end. I really am. I mean, I'm just like, at this point, I'm fed up. I want racism to end. And like I mentioned earlier, it, it all starts with us, with you guys, with me, with you guys, everyone. We want this to end. I want it to end now. And there's a lot of work that we need to do, that we all have to do. 
to end it. Um, so that, that's 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 what I have to say, you guys. Um, like I said, I said that I don't know. I may I may well as y'all been hearing me like you know going all in, but um, make sure I really went all in on the special episode. Damien hears you a conversation on being a black man in America. So make sure you guys check that out. But let me get started um, with this topic, diving right in. So teachers, hear me out. Ways that you guys, educators, can fight racism and teach tolerance in your classroom, okay? So the pain of racism is devastating our country right now, you guys. And you have likely seen the impact in your own community. Um, you, I, of course, in everyone's community, you, you have seen this. Um, and you may have even seen it in your own classroom, you guys. Um, or, you know, well, well, yes, back then, you know, when, you know, when we was all back in classroom, you might have seen it. And also, you know, when teachers, you know, was you know, doing school virtually on here. Now, you guys, now, 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 we see a demonstrations that is taking place with people taken to the streets. They're, you know, on the streets um, to stand against prejudice um, and injustice. Now, our stomachs, you guys, they are hurting. They are curring. It is just an awful feeling. Our heart breaks. Like, seriously, guys, my heart like, really breaks. Like, for real, guys. Like, I'm not joking. I am literally scared of going out there. I really am. Because like I mentioned earlier, I am literally scared. My heart breaks. I mean, it does. And I feel like I'm about to, I'm getting quite a little emotional because I'm a black man. I'm literally scared. Um, and that's why I don't, I don't go out at night either because that, because that right there, you guys, that is, that, that is, that's like my nightmare of going out in the dark. Just, just, you know, just walking, just, you know, walking. And then I'm either, you know, being stalked by someone. Someone's like videotaping me. And they are calling the police. Those people are calling the police on me for just walking out at night, just minding my own business. And they're calling the cops on me because I'm walking. Um, so... That is why, you guys, I am in this house. I'm always in this house. Now, don't get me wrong. I do go out outside, you guys. I do. But it's not that long. I just go out there, you know, you know, like I mentioned earlier, going to the mailbox, you know, visiting my grandmother, or just, you know, just walking around. But, again, I'm, like, literally scared for my life. I really am. Like, my heart breaks. Ugh. It, it, it just does, and most of you guys, some of you guys may feel um, my emotions, well, some of my classmates, um, you may feel this emotion as well. I'm talking to the black men, I'm talking to um, my um, black friends, all of my black friends out there. Um, you, you, 
you know how it feels, you guys. You just know how it feels. So our stomach are current. They are hurting right now. Our heart breaks right now. And our minds wonder. They are just all over the place. Um, so what can we do to make this better? What can we do to make this better? What can we do to make this a better world for everyone, including our children, our black students, you guys, our black boys, our black men? So I'm going to be giving out you guys some ways that teachers can fight racism and teach tolerance in their classroom right now. So the first one is to get and stay informed. Okay, get and stay informed. Now, sometimes we think, we think we know more than we actually do, but we don't. Um, so when it comes to racism, you cannot neglect the importance of being informed about it. Now, reading books and watching movies is just the beginning of it, of the journey. But it's absolutely, you guys, essential that we learn about how our own, you guys, our own implex bias and where they come from can impact how we think and behave, okay? Now, racism is such a deeply ingrained part of our society that we may not even recognize it, okay? Like, for example, um, many schools, they have dress codes um, that contains, you know, that contains um, exclusionary policies, um, par partially um, when it comes to, you know, hairstyles. Now, um, remember back, you know, at the beginning of the year, um, just remember back, uh, you know, um, uh, this high school, high school, High school senior um, named who was, I believe this was in Texas, DeAndre Arnold, y'all remember him with the dreadlocks? Um, y'all remember that topic, that story? Um, I talk about me and me and my um, good friend. Um, I talk about that. We talk, we actually talk about this on on the season three premiere of Future Educators Talk. So you guys check that out. And then I also have my own discussion on here as well. Um, so y'all check that out. Um, but yeah, you, you know, the hairstyle, it has to be, you know, a certain way for them, which, I mean, like what is wrong with her, our hairstyle? I mean, come on now, seriously. But um, um, that's, a, that's a whole different story. Y'all check that out there. Um, so we have seen African-American students, you guys, deny the right to um, deny, we have seen African-American students deny the right to graduate or even to participate in sports unless they were willing to cut their dreadlocks. <laughs> this is bringing back so many memories of the, of the opinion I was talking. Y'all guys, check this out. If you haven't checked out the story, which, I, which you should have, because this is the beginning of the month, the beginning of the year back in January, um, check it out, check it out, check it out. Um, so a daycare, continue on with this, a daycare shaved a biracial child's hair without her parents' permission. 
for reason of cleanliness. Oh my freaking gosh. So you tell me that the child's hair was dirty and you didn't like it, so you cut it off without the parent's permission? What kind of mess? Oh my God, you guys, this, oh my God. What is, if I have to say this, what is wrong with people? What is wrong with you guys? What is wrong with people? Come on now. I think that these people should not be in this world to begin with. All this hatred and stuff. I'm sick of it. It needs to end. Racism needs to end now. I'm sick of this. I really am. A daycare shaved a biracial. Let me say this again. A, a daycare shaved a biracial child's hair without her parents' permission and her for reasons of cleanliness. So you say the child's hair was filthy and dirty and nasty. So you decided, well, let me get the clippers and stuff. Let me let me cut this off, dear, to make your hair shiny and beautiful. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Without telling the parents' permission. That is, that is some BS right there. Oh, I can't stand people. I, 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 can't, I can't stand you guys. I can't stand liars. I can't stand, you know, hatred people. I can't stand, I can't stand these kinds of people. And so like you guys as well. I just, I, I can't, I can't stand these kinds of people right here. Oh, but moving on, you guys. Now, this lack of understanding of natural hairstyles in the black community is just, now, this, guys, this is just one example of the many causes of trauma to our children. Now, families are all too often punished for refusing to, con to conform, and, and educators need to make every effort to stop this destruction pattern from continuing. Uh, now, the Teaching Tolerance website offers professional development through workshops, um, self-direct learning, um, webinars, podcasts, and even um, fertility, uh, and even, and even facilitator, guys to empower you with the knowledge you need to take on this highly important um, endeavor. Now that's, now that was one way, you guys. The second way is to, of course, speak up, speak about it. Um, one of the most painful things we can experience is people being silent, especially during this time. Um, yeah, is people being silent around us while we are all suffering. Us, like people, we are suffering because you guys are not speaking up. You're, you're just being silent about this. We need to hear from everyone. It doesn't matter if you get, it doesn't matter of how you speak about it if you get it wrong and stuff. It, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It can be fixed, but as long as you speak up about it and you're not being silent about this, because we need everyone to speak up about this, to open up, to not be silent. We need to speak now. As I have been doing on my podcast and what am I, and what am I doing in, in these episodes, um, 
these upcoming episodes that I'm doing. So no matter the circumstances, you guys, it's never okay to look the other way when we see others being mistreated and or abused. Now, if you sit around not doing nothing, you just watch this happening, you are an awful person. You should not be on this earth if I have to say this. If you, if you let this happen, let someone be abused and mistreated and hatred towards other, and you sit around and let this happen, guess what? You are an awful person because you are not doing jack about not speaking up about it. You're just being silent. You sit around letting this happen. You're just watching it, letting it be happen. So guess what? Again, you are an awful person for letting this happen. Continuing on happening. We must always confront. Did you hear I said we must always confront? We must always confront and address racism in all forms every single time, you guys. You cannot be silent at this time right now. You cannot, you guys. I'm, I'm sorry, you can't. You cannot be silent now with all this happening around the world, with us black men, we are being shot by cops. And black people is impacting us racism you cannot be silent about this you have to open up you have to speak up about this and and and, and like i have been doing some people may be shocked that wow damien i never knew this from you you have like you you have so much to say you was always this shy person you were just always quiet but now you guys i'm opening up because i think it is my time to talk about this to open up and talk about what's been on my mind. So that's why I have been signed back in schools because I was thinking I had so many things going on in my mind of trying to say how I want to open up about this, about my experience, my own experience, and to other of my friends' experience, my other family experience, so I could talk about it with you guys. In a in a in a trying to in a professional way that I can. Um, so we must always, again, I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this again so you can hear it. We must always confront and address racism in all forms every single time. Now, once you become more aware of the injustice, your students of your students their families and your coworkers of color face every single day, you absolutely must speak up whenever you witness racism in action. Like I was saying earlier, you have to speak up. If you see something, if you see, oh, if, oh my gosh. if you see one of us, a cop, is killing us for no apparent reason. And you just sit around 
not doing nothing about it. You're, you're, you're not recording the action. You're not recording all of it. And you just sit around and do absolutely nothing. And like, that doesn't matter to me. Then you are an awful person. You are a miserable, horrible person on this planet for letting this continuing on, continuing, continuing, continuing on, because it's never going to stop. It is not going to stop unless we end it ourselves, unless you end it. We all end it. But no, that's never going to happen because it's a continuing thing. It is, it is, it is automatically continuing over and over and over again. And you are the one who are letting it happen, continuing on and on again because of you. And that's the kind of people I don't have time in my circle. And I don't got time for you in my life because you let this continue. That's why I have to say, this is my opinion. This is my show. And if you don't like what I'm saying here, because I'm speaking the honest truth, then you can leave right now and enjoy your rest of your day. Because I'm speaking truth of what's currently happening in the world now. I am sick of this, of racism. Do you hear me? I am sick of it. It needs to end. It needs to end with you first. I just don't understand like why all of us Americans, why we cannot love each other like God, the Heavenly Father loves us and being kind to one another. I just don't understand. I really don't understand. And maybe one of these days I will finally understand, but right now, I don't understand because of people like you who let this continue on over and over. I just don't understand. I don't, I just don't understand. So, um, like I was saying, you absolutely must speak up whenever you witness racism in action. You have to, you have to, um, discriminate, discrimination policies in your school must be um, confronted head on at front. Now, this may mean having, you know, those difficult conversations, which we all should be having right now with our families and friends. We should be having this difficult conversation of what's currently happening. Um, you, should be, you should be doing this with your um, administrators or um, staging a staging a walkout. Now, if you are not sure, you guys, where to begin, where to even start, um, a guide called "Responding to Hate and Bias in School" is designated for administra for administrators, counselors, and teachers, and it can be a valuable um, resource as you take those first steps of beginning. Okay.
Now, when we're forced to stand alone for what is right, it can feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders, like, oh, we're, like, oh, we're carrying it all around, okay? Um, but when we can look around and see others joining together, you are joining us together hand in hand in, um, in acts of, 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 of solidarity, we make it clear that we as a society will not tolerate racism and discrimination. Um, I just love that right there. Now, um, a couple of weeks ago, you guys, one of my good friends, and I hope it's okay that I can do this, because I just I just love what she what 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 she what, what she said for this. She she is with us. She is with us, black people. She is standing with us. And that's why I just I just love her so much. I really do. Um, we was good friends. Um, well, we was we, well. We still are good friends now. Um, um, she was one of my friends back in um, school, back in high school. And and I just posted this, and I just posted this on my um, one of my accounts on the Damien Talks Education um, Instagram and Twitter. Um, back on June the 5th, so you guys check out this post of what I'm about to read. And I just love this, of what she says here. Um, so here it is. Um, and she is speaking from her heart. This is her true feelings, and that, and that is why, because I knew for a fact that she would change the world, because she, she is just a very awesome person. She really is. So, um, I don't know, should I, uh, uh, well, well, this person know who they are, if they are watching this, um, but I'm gonna keep their name anonymous, uh, anonymous because um, I don't want to share it out with you all because I haven't give a full, you know, um, I haven't give a full, you know, you know, I haven't give a full um, to say her name publicly without her permission. So, um, I just, I just love this right here. So listen to this, you guys. Um, as a little girl in elementary school, I thought the worst thing that could happen is my mom telling me I couldn't go to a friend's house. By middle school, I thought the worst thing that could happen is getting bad grades. By high school, I thought the worst things that could happen is not getting asked to prom, not having friends, not scoring well on my ACT and failing classes. By my freshman year of college, I thought the worst thing that could happen was not getting in, in the sorority I wanted, not being able to pay for college, having awful roommates, and failing classes. As I sit here waiting to start my sophomore year of college, this is what has happened. Coronavirus, Black Lives Matter, Donald Trump is still the president, women talking about their sexual assaults, and so many more. What is sad about these things I have listed off 
is the fact that the black community is still fighting for their rights. It is so upsetting and absolutely breaks my heart that they are still trying to change something that has been going on for 400 plus years. Colin, Colin Kaepernick took a knee for what he believed in and he lost his job. Martin Luther King Jr. died because of what he believed in. There are people going out every single day to protest for what they believe in. And they are getting shot with rubber bullets, tear gas, pepper spray, attacked, etc. Why are they still having to fight for this change? Police, police, police morality is an all-time high, and they are supposed to serve and protect us. Amen. Instead, they are attacking all because of the color of someone's skin. Police morality police morality has turned into racism. It sure has. Not to mention we are stuck with a president who is supposed to be with us, you guys. They are supposed to be, he is supposed to be with us, with this us, but he's not. He's all about himself. Um, we are stuck with a president that the, that the electoral college voted in, not the people. When in America are we going to be able to have what we want? When in America is the black community going to be able to get pushed over and not fear for their lives? When in America are people going to stop considering all Hispanics are illegal? When in America are girls going to speak up without being judged? It starts with us. It starts with us. It starts when we prove to the government that we are stronger than them. It starts when we all become united despite race, religion, who you love, and gender. We are the change. We are the ones who will bring justice back to America. We are the ones who will change the system. For everyone, for everyone protesting for Black Lives Matter, Keep doing it. Do not back down. I stand with you. I kneel with you. I lay with you forever and always. I will always support Black Lives Matter because in my heart, they will always matter. Rest in peace to all the men and women who have lost their lives to police morality. We will get justice for you. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag I stand with you. I had to give a hand clap. I had to give the hand clap because she spoke it. This person spoke it beautifully. Awesome. Of, of what I have been trying to say. And what others have been trying to say, um, this, this, this is just great. I hope you heard the words that this person spoke when they, when they was feeling this, because it is all true. The president, he is not with us. 
He does not stand with Black Lives Matter. He doesn't. He doesn't. All he cares about is himself. He doesn't care about what's going on in the world. He doesn't care. He only cares about himself. So I, I just love, love, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for, for sharing your thoughts, your emotion, what, what, excuse me, what you are feeling. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for sharing it because it's, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for standing with us. Thank you for continuing supporting us, kneeling with us, laying with us, being with us together. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I just I just knew that this person here, you guys, and this person knows who, who they are, that I knew that they was going to they, they was going to do great things um, in the future. And this is one of the good things that this person has has really been, you know, awesome for me, great. Um, so, oh, I mean, that just that just really touched me when I saw this purse. When I saw when I saw this post for the very first time, I, I it just really sucking some in me. Um, so back to what I was saying, um, when we're forced to stand alone for what is right, it can feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders, okay, you guys, on our shoulders. But we can look around and see others joining us together in acts of um, solitary. We make it clear that we, as a society, would not um, tolerate racism and discrimination. We can't stand on the sidelines and watch this toxic dynamic continue. We all need to say something just like this person did. They said something. And thank you, thank you, thank you. So we, we can't, we can't just sit on the sidelines, you guys. Like I've been saying earlier, saying earlier, we can't just sit around and watch this continuing on happening. We can't, it's not right. It's not right. We have to do something about it. Speak up about it. Say something about it. Because if you're just back here, if you're just back here in this corner and you're just watching it happen, just like, huh, that ain't, that's not my issue there, then guess what? You, my friend, are an awful person on this planet. You are for letting this happen, continuing on happening. You are an awful person. That was number two. Moving on to moving on to the third one, which is give your classroom a diversity um, addance, addance, addance. Um, and here's a quote right here. You do not have to be me in order for, you do not, you do not have to be me in order for us to fight alongside each other. And that was from, um, Audrey Laura. Now it's, 
you guys, it's very natural. It's natural to gravitate to familiar concepts, which is why it's so important that we push ourselves to look through multiple lenses in our lives when we're preparing for our classroom, when teachers are preparing for their classrooms. Um, more than ever, our students, our students, they deserve to feel included, love, and celebrate for who they are. Okay? Let your students feel included, you guys. Feel love and celebrate of who they are. Not for something that they don't want to be, for who they are, you guys. Oh my gosh. They need to know that we recognize and support them in every decision that they make in their lives. We support them. We are not backing down against them. That's like, you should not be doing that. You should be doing this. But what are you doing, educators, teachers? You're supposed to be supporting. You're supposed to be with your students. You're supposed to let your students feel included, love, and celebrate. You're supposed to recognize and support them. But now you're just like, mm. so that's what you're doing. Mm. You are all person as well. Um, so more information about this, um, you can read the benefits of inclusion and diversity in the classroom and then take a look around. Now, are you, I just want to ask you this, are you using the space on your walls to create an inclusive environment? Are you using your walls in your classroom to create an exclusive environment for your students? And do your students see themselves? Mm, that's, that's a really good one right there. Do your students see themselves? Think about that. Do your students see themselves? Think about that. Think about that. How you equip your classroom is one of your greatest opportunities to set the tone. Um, and you need to be um, consistently creating a space where your kids, your students, you guys, from all backgrounds feel safe and cherished, okay? Um, choose wall decor such as, such as, um, choose wall decor such as the beautiful um, one world poster um, to promote inclusivity and spark a conversation with them. Um, introduce books that teach diversity to elementary school kids and explore to them the many ways in which you can help prepare your students for citizenship, okay? The fourth is to commit to listening. That, that may be hard for some of you guys because you do not like to listen, like to hear other people just like rambling and rambling and rambling all about. You don't want to listen to anybody else. Commit to listening. One of the ways teachers can foster cultural awareness in their classroom is to express, is to express interest in the, in the ethical backgrounds of students. Now, I found this out, you guys. In the article, Matthew Lynch writes, um, analyze and celebrate differences in transition. 
um, beliefs and social behaviors. Now, it is of note that this task helps European American students realize that their beliefs and transition it, it helps out. It con constitutes a culture as well, which is a necessary breakthrough in the development of a truly cultural responsive classroom. Now, additionally, recognize the recognize that active listening involves more than simply hearing your students um, especially during difficult moments now listening to truly understand is crucial and will impact how you respond when students report acts of bullying or racism in your community in the community the school and your classroom now, the classroom culture you create should focus on giving every student, every student, not just one student, not just five students, every student a voice while honoring student experience and, provide, and providing social and emotional safety because we need to hear from students. Students' voice is so very important. Now, foster fostering student-led discussions and consistently working to better communicate, communicate with culturally diverse students will help everyone feel seen and heard, okay? Um, number five, we're on to number five, you guys, which is bring, emp bring empathy into your classroom, bring empathy into your classroom. Now, Teaching with empathy is incredibly important. It is, especially if you are trying to teach tolerance in your classroom. Now, according to the um, according to the Merrill Webster, you know the dictionary, um, the Webster dictionary, empathy is the action of understanding, being aware of being sensitive to and, vis and viscerally experiencing the feelings, the thoughts, and experience of another without having the feelings, um, thoughts, and experience fully communicated in an objective, explicit uh, manner. So, um, ready to begin. Um, if you're ready, to ready to begin with this? Well, the Harvard Graduate School of Education um, has published a guide called How to Build Empathy and Strengthen Your School Community. Um, now, once you have read that, you guys check out the um, check out their web check out the website E M P A T I C O. And this is a free tool that combines live, this free tool combines live videos with activities designed for elementary students, and it connects classrooms around the world, empowering teachers and students to explore the world around them through experience that spark um, curiosity, kindness, and empathy. Now, you don't have to experience racism, you guys. 
you don't have to, you don't have to experience racism um you know for yourself or discrimination or or discrimination to be sensitive to its prevalence in our society and how it has set into every level of our lives now to show empathy is to show love and as dr martin luther king jr wrote love is the greatest force in the universe it is the heartbeat of the moral um cosmos that's true that's very true number six enhance your curriculum enhance your curriculum your lessons now while we touch on this a moment now while i touch on this a moment ago you guys i don't know why i throw up your queen um this topic really deserves attention okay be consistent and aware of the fact that learning materials um assignments tools and his and historical accounts can be biased now a good place to begin is by reading this piece called the racist beginning of standardized testing on the national education association website now as such one of the most important ways to fight racism to fight racism and teach tolerance in our classroom to your classrooms um is to rethink and enhance your lesson plans your curriculum we should always look for ways to give our students the fairest and most balanced experience as so much as possible especially during these formatic years in their lives especially um so yeah so that is um good right there number seven you guys i know i'm i now i'm now going through this quite quickly um to give y'all so much information with this um number seven is to set high expectation and lead led by example lead by example did you hear what i just said set high set high expectation and lead by example now once you have laid the foundation for your diverse classroom make it clear that you have high expectations for your students your parents their parents and the school now managing intolerance discrimination and outright racism in your classroom might require a lot of effort but just imagine just imagine for a moment how exhausting it is to be a person of color imagine imagine for just a moment you guys a black educator right now imagine how exhausting it is to be a person of color you guys really don't understand trust me you don't understand some of you guys say oh yeah i totally understand no you don't you don't understand jack you don't understand how exhausting it is 
to be a to be a person of color. You don't know. So shut up about it because you don't know. You haven't experienced what we have been through. You haven't. You haven't. And when I read y'all that piece, that post earlier, she understands. This person understands. But just imagine, just a moment, how exhausting it is to be a person of color. Challenge any policies, punishment, or practice that take away from the mission of creating an inclusive environment. Now, for example, as the Teaching Tolerance web website explains, zero tolerance policies are popular, but mounting evidence suggests that this approach does not make schools safer. It doesn't. The alternate is taking a zero indifference approach to bullying, harassment, and other disciplinary issues. Now, zero indifference um, means never letting disrespectful conduct go unaddressed. School staff always name and respond to behaviors, but they do not implement automatic suspension, um, exclusion, or other punishments. Now, additionally, we can consider the restorative justice approach uh, where I'll talk about this on, on Future Educators Talk um, to school discipline and criminal justice by focusing on repairing harm and restoring relationships rather than simply punishing those who have engaged in misconduct. Now, Restore, now, restorative justice, you guys, expands a wide variety of practice and strategies, including peacemaking circles, peer juror processes, um, meditation, conferencing, and classroom discussion focused on building empathy, which I talk about earlier, you guys. So sorry, guys, there's something in my eye here. Um, so yeah, now of course, you must absolutely lead, lead by example. Talking to you guys, educators. Now among the critical practices for teaching leadership is to bring both cultural understanding and self-awareness to your work of study. You must actively challenge your own stereotypes and examine how you have responded to oppression in the past, and every day, make, every single day, make the consistent decision to show your students and also to your own children, if I may add that in there, what it means to stand for what is right within the classroom and beyond, even outside the classroom. Now, here's number, here's number eight right here. And I love this right here. So listen to what I'm going to say here. Learn from other teachers. Learn from other teachers, especially black male educators and, and black, black teachers as well. Learn from other teachers. Now, if you have been in a classroom for any length of time for so many years, you already know your fellow teachers are a wealth of information. Um, now, undoubtedly, you have you have fall to find the best tips for workbooks and room decor. 
Why not do the same for diverse issues? Hmm? Why not do the same thing for that? There are many incredible teachers of color out there creating content for this very reason. Yeah, whether it's tackling a difficult um, situation in a classroom or learning to recognize um, oppression policies on an um, ad administrator level, there are blogs, Instagram accounts, you know, podcasts, and YouTube channels where these incredible educators are sharing their experience. Um, so yeah, now I found this out right here too, you guys. Um, grab a cup of coffee. Well, not now, but you know, once this episode's, you know, once this episode's over or any time, grab, you know, your favorite, you know, cup of coffee or whatever drink and sit down to read um to read Tamron to, to read Tamara Russell's book. Why teachers are silent on race um, relatives. Why teachers are silent on race um, relatives and the lie I refuse to teach. Um, so open your hearts as as Jose um, Villison reflects on segregation and why we don't see more teachers of color. Uh, if you see a if you see a way to sign up for newsletters, do it. It's an excellent way to stay engaged. I just add that in there, right there. Um, and finally, find ways to work with other teachers within your school. Regularly, you guys sit a sit set aside time to crucially to critically and constructively review um, critical. Um, materials, your lesson plans. Visit each other's classroom and share assignment ideas to ensure that you're all working toward on the same go. Because we want to be on the exact same go, don't we? We want to be on the same go. Um, number nine, you guys, I'm, I am almost finished. Number nine is to get involved. Is to get involved. Now, when we're disconnected from something, it's much easier to dismiss it, isn't it? It is. Mm, you might scroll right by a story that has no impact, you know, you, you know, you know, like on Instagram or something, whatever. You might scroll, you know, right by it that has no impact on your life while it tears up people of color in your community. That's one of the reasons why racism continues to be so, so it, it continues to be so um, prevalent today because like I mentioned earlier, I'm gonna keep on saying that. You're on your phone. Um, you're on your phone and you're like texting. Um, you're on your phone and you know, you're just, you know, scrolling through, you know, scrolling through and you see something. You see something on your phone that, you know, that's currently happening right now in the world, racism. You see something, um, you look at it, And then you're like, 
Mm. I'm moving on. You're, you're scrolling. You have no interest in it at all. You're sitting back. You're not doing nothing. You're not getting involved. You're not, you're not trying to help out or anything. You're just lazy. You're ungrateful. You're, you're a miserable person. You're sitting around not doing nothing because you are the ones who are letting this continue unhappening. That is one of the reasons why racism continues on because of people like you. And I don't know, I don't know why, why I'm being so worked up about this, you guys, because this is, this is so, it is so very important to me. We have, you have to speak out about this. You're just rambling through, through here. Um, just rambling through here, you know, doing all your tension stuff and all that, rolling through, you see something that's happening right now, racism. Mm. Next, you, you're not doing nothing? Mm. Mm. That's why I don't have people in my circle. Um, like, like that, I just don't. I don't have people like that around my circle. I just, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. So, um, some people don't even recognize, some people don't even recognize it, that, that they're even doing this. So do not miss, do not miss opportunities to get involved. Now, here are some ways to get involved, you guys. Um, start a diversity um, committee at your school. Examine and analyze school policies that may harm or um, marginalize your students. Um, request ongoing sensitive training for administrators and teachers. Um, demand action from your local rep um, representative. Add your name. Uh, here's here's the thing right here. Here's the thing right here. If you want to really get involved to what's happening right now, to what all of us, you know, us black men being killed with George Floyd, um, um, and so many others, um, Ray, uh, uh, well, I'm probably going to mispronounce his name correctly. Um, Ray Shard a couple of days ago. Ray Shard Brooks. If you want to get involved. Add your name to an online petition, such as hashtag we can't breathe. Support us. Support us. If you really want to get involved, support us. Support us. Instead of scrolling down through here. Want to get involved? Sign petition. Go online. Sign petition to sign. Get involved. Support justice reform through organizations such as the um, Campaign Zero, National um, Police Accountability Project, Prison Policy in in Intensive, and the Citizen Project. And also support Black-owned businesses. Bingo! Support that. And also, you guys, pay attention. That, that is, those are some of the many ways that you guys can get involved right now.
Okay. Um, now pay attention to what elective officials are saying and cast a vote for equality. Okay, we have a upcoming election coming up um, in November. So you guys, right now you need to be paying attention to what your elected officials are saying and cast a vote for equality. Okay. Stand up, stand up and be an ally if you witness racism, discrimination or brutality happening in your own community. If it's happening in your own community, stand up, speak up about it, say something, don't be silent. We don't want you to be silent, talk about it. Please talk about it. Because if you don't, if you just sit around doing absolutely nothing, it's gonna continue, continue, continue on happening because of people like you who let it happen. It's the truth, isn't it? It's the truth. Um, now, feel motivated enough to protest, you guys. Um, lace up your shoes, even if you don't, or, or if you can't take to the streets, you can organize walkouts and online petitions or contact or organizations just such as the American Civil um, Liberties Union, the ACLU, for ways you can make a difference, you guys. Come on now. I can't stress this enough here, I can't. And finally, you guys, the final tip of the ways, 10 tips, 10 tips, and is to donate, 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 donate. Now, year after year, protests, um, they erupt across this country as human beings fight for their um, constitutional right to live. Now that, now that shouldn't be necessary in 2020, but we know that teachers are incredibly underpaid. We know that teachers don't get paid enough. Um, which is why a donation is such a is such a meaningful thing, such a meaningful gesture right now. Um, so thousands of people have been arrested fighting injustice. Um, an immediate and impactful way to show your support is to donate to bail funds for protesters. Even if you can't give much, it, it doesn't matter how much you give, you guys. If you can't give that much, it, it's something that little. It's fine. The pay the Bail project explains how far each donation goes. Um, the bail is set, the bail is paid, and the bail returns at the end of the client's case. Then that money can be used again and again to help others, people, you guys, help others. Um, now, of course, you should always verify that you're donating to a to a legitimate source. Make sure it's legitimate, it's not, it's not fake, you guys, okay? Um, but providing monetary support to a victim's family or organization that provide legal services can go a long way toward confronting the devastation of, of, of systematic racism, racism, okay? Um, so that's it right there, you guys. That's it, that, that, that's 10 tips, 10 tips, 10 ways that teachers can fight racism 
and teach tolerance in their classroom, okay? Now, um, for more ways for teachers to fight racism and teach tolerance in your classroom, read articles, um, you guys, that I'm gonna provide here. Read articles such as, why teachers um, need to see color. And I'm actually gonna be talking about that, you guys, in the upcoming episode. Why teachers need to see color, here's why, and six ways to advocate for underrepresented students headed to college, okay? And so I hope this episode to you guys, to all of you around the world, especially to the educators, I hope this helps out to all of you guys of, uh, you know, uh, of how to fight racism now because I want it to end and so many other people, you guys want it to end as well. So let's, so let's stand, let's stand together and let's be together and stand with us, fight with us, be with us, kneel with us, lay with us. I'm kind of like doing like a quite song right there. I like how I did that. But anyway, be with us, stand firm with us together. Okay, and trust me, we will get through this together, but it all starts with you. It all starts with us. So, yeah, it all starts with us. So, thank you for joining me today on this episode of Damien Talks Education, of speaking what's currently happening in the world, racism. Black Lives Matter, Black men are being shot, being killed by police cops, and so much more. Um, so thank you guys for joining. Thank you for supporting my podcast, continue on listening. I'm just so glad that you are on this journey with me and continue on being on this journey with me as I am a, as I am a upcoming, as I am a future, um, Black male educator, you guys. Um, so I just have so much that, that I just have to say. I want to share out with you guys at this young age. Um, and I'm doing that on my podcast, on here on my very own podcast and on my other podcast with my good friend, Future Educators Talk. So thank you guys for tuning in with me. Um, it's been a pleasure to share this, share these informations out with you guys. Um, so thank you guys. Um, and I'll catch y'all. Um, I'll catch y'all very soon on the next episode of Damien Talks Education. So take care, you guys. Take care of yourself. Um, and I'll see y'all back soon. Take care. Have a great day. Hello everyone, Damian Anderson here. If you have a question, concerns about Damian Talks Education, stories to share with me, any feedback to share, reactions to the topics that I talk about, jokes to tell, or someone you will like for me to interview please let me know by direct messaging me on Instagram and Twitter at DamienTalksEDU, on Facebook at DamienTalksEducation, 
you can email me at educationthoughtspodcast at gmail.com or send in a voice message to me by going to anchor.fm slash Damien Talks Education and make sure you click on the message tab to where you can record your questions into me. Thanks so much. Thank <laughs> you.